It's Monday, February 14th. A very happy Valentine's Day to you, Kelly Collis. It's weird to have Valentine's Day the day after the Super Bowl. Yes, yes. But there are a lot of broken hearts around the country over the Super Bowl, so there you go. <laughs> Just add it to the mix. Totally. Are you in the hub celebrating tonight? What, what are you doing? What's going on? What's the plan? We, we are, but I think we're just going to our favorite bar and just having a drink together. Nothing, okay. no, not doing any of the, the stuff. I didn't come down to the studio this morning and there's flowers waiting for me. So is that the no. first time that he's ever missed a no, flowers? Been, been together for 10 years. It happens. Broadcasting <laughs> <laughs> around the Beltway and beyond, it's Tommy and Kelly made in D.C. on the Real Fun D.C. channel and on demand anytime, anywhere you get your podcast. Let's get into the Super Bowl. You might have heard that happened last night, whether you were watching it for the commercials or the halftime show or the game or a little bit of both. The halftime show, I think everyone agrees, was pretty amazing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was spectacular. It was yeah. spectacular. And I feel like we're, we, we can spend hours getting into whether it was for Gen X or Gen Millennial or whatever. But um, it was it was stupendous <laughs> yeah. on a lot of levels. Yeah, it, it was incredible. Um, and it, millennials will say it's about them because that's what millennials do. So we, we don't need to get into the argument. <laughs> Perfect. That's true. I do wish if I had one little critique, though, I do wish the cars would have moved. I mean, you're in L.A. Why weren't the cars moving in front of the house? I'm just saying is all. I mean, every you know video, that, uh, the cars moved. I don't understand but, why the cars didn't move. I might've been a logistics thing. Remember that, you know, where they're doing the halftime show, there's actually a game going on. Yes. Also that, Oh, that's true. They probably couldn't bounce on the, on the turf. They probably would not have liked that very much. No, no. Also um, before they went out, did you notice that Snoop Dogg like just walked onto the field? Like in years past, they put the performer like in a box or put him in a drone or they like built them on set. He would just they like, fly hey. down. Yeah. yeah. He was just like, Hey, what's going on? I'm just going to walk out of the middle of the set. <laughs> he's very on brand mm -hmm. uh but i was doing some research just to talk about the game like we didn't really you and i don't really have any skin in literally in this game right sure. Bengals, rams schmeh i like joe burrows the, the Bengals. my god that town just is heartbroken today but um i did realize on both teams but i'm really going to focus on the super bowl champions there's a bunch of players from the dc area that are now super bowl champions love it so let's start with uh nick scott he is uh, is plays safety for the Rams. He went to Fairfax High School. Uh, running back Jake Funk is from. He went to University of Maryland, but also from Gaithersburg and went to Damascus. Awesome. Uh, lineman Rob Havenstein. He is from Frederick, Maryland, went to high school in Fred Frederick. Uh, and then Terrell Lewis, who went to St. John's and from D.C. That's so cool. Isn't that cool? Uh, so there's a little bit of local local this happening here and it's just a neat do too because you can imagine like their coaches and their teammates you know in the dc area kind of cheering them on yeah uh, so it's, it's it's really neat i wonder if this year there's like a higher proportion of dc maryland virginia peeps in it or if like we're just focusing this year because we, we had really nothing we were looking for angles <laughs> we're like trying to find angles what can we find <laughs> I, I think it's probably that <laughs> So maybe this whole time there's been like a half a dozen every year, but now, but like, we need to wait. We got to make it local. How do we make this real or fun or DC? Nice job, oh, Kelly, on that research. I'm not, I'm not done. There's one more local thing. And I actually saw this happen live, which I thought was really cool. So Pershing's own, uh, they uh, presented the colors and, you know, they are of course from mm -hmm. DC 
And that was really cool because they're like from Washington, D.C. I was like, whoa. Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> so that was really cool to see them uh, present the colors on the field in front of the nas- national stage. And check out to their Twitter this morning because they posted a video about the whole thing. And uh, so far, it's only got 600 views. So go ahead and like and share that, peeps. Hi, everyone. My name is Sergeant First Class Sidney McCray. I am with the United States Army Band Pershing Zone out of Washington, D.C. I am here today presenting the colors with the Joint Forces Color Guard for Super Bowl 56 in L.A. Super stoked to be here. Shout out to my friends and family back in Virginia and Florida. And, you know, I think that it got so few views because, like, there's so much going on at the Super Bowl. Yes. I mean, the the God Bless America, the national anthem, and then the presenting of the colors, and of course the players coming on, the coin toss. There's a lot happening in that first like seven, eight minutes, and they kind of mm-hmm. get lost in that mix. The national anthem rocked. It was just a great, a great night. Yeah. It was really cool. Yes. And we got to have a conversation on Twitter about all the commercials. That was super fun too. <laughs> I texted you about Gwyneth Paltrow eating her candle, and I have not heard back from you on the text that I sent yet. I know. Well, first off, you know I don't really respond to texts after 9 o'clock at night. I know. Um, that's true. <laughs> I thought it was a Super Bowl. I thought it was like a special occasion text. <laughs> um, yeah, I I do love that that little cameo of the, of the candle. That was very creative. Ah, that might be the nicest thing you've ever said about Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, I listen. I've been listening to her podcast a little bit. I, I, I'm, I'm tolerating her. Oh, okay. Um, Yes. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, good for her. I mean, you know, she needs to sell more vagina candles. <laughs> <laughs> they say the pandemic has changed us. Maybe Kelly Collis <laughs> most of all. No. Uh, fun fact, D.C.'s population is growing, sort of. So Washingtonians found data um, about the apartment vacancies and the Navy Yard and South Capitol Hill is I'm growing the fastest and people are moving back into the city. That's pretty great. See, this is mixed messaging because I thought that it was, they saw the population go down in the last census. In the last census. Yes. But like census, since the census, try saying that three Mm. times fast in the 2021 data of like apartment vacancies, they're seeing people moving back Because DC lost like 20,000 residents in 2021. And now they're starting to see it, like start to hopefully make its way back in. And Chevy Chase, D.C. didn't change, neither did Tacoma Park. Ward 7 and 8, east of the river, um, lost the most residents. I uh, have friends that live in the Navy Yard, and they're in two separate buildings. But these two friends I'm thinking of, they literally say it's like a college dorm. It's just <laughs> like party time, young people, uh, everybody knows each other and gathers together and socializes together because there's so much to do around there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on the roof decks, you know, all these all those apartment buildings down there, it's just incredible. Yeah. Oh, they probably all can like see each other's pools too on the top of the roof. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So it is, um, it is party time down there. Um, I'm a little bit jealous of it though. Cause when we worked down there, there was like, there's going to be a whole foods here someday and 80,000 mm. parking lots and a car wash. And now <laughs> there's like all this stuff going on. Oh my God. It's, it's just incredible. I, I can't even keep track. The new restaurants that open up the new buildings, the new experiences down there. It's, it's insane. That's true. And maybe it's for the best. We don't work down there anymore because you and I would have done so much day drinking. We would have gotten nothing done ever responsibly. I don't think that stopped us from day drinking. <laughs> it was just harder to find spots. We had to, we had to belong to that fancy club at the pool. And so That's now, true. now it would have been way easier. if that were Or, the case. oh my gosh, we had to go uptown. Can you imagine? <laughs> 
Um, we're super stoked. Speaking of eating and drinking all for a great cause, we're coming back again this year. Kelly and I are co-emceeing the Capital Food Fight from DC Central Kitchen. It will be in person. It will be April 7th, and it will be at the Anthem. I'm so excited. I am too. It's, it's such a great tradition, and it's usually in the fall. And they made the really tough decision because of everything that was going on to say, you know what, if we're going to do this event, we want to do it right. We want to bring back the tradition that it is and have everyone in person, none of this virtual stuff. And so we, they waited until April and uh, we're so excited yeah. to be part of it again. It's going to be awesome. Um, Spike Mendelson will be there. Um, Tom Colicchio, a bunch of great chefs. Jose Andres is once again, the chairman of the event. The last time we did it in person, we saw Ryan Zimmerman pitch an apple to Jose Andre. No, I'm sorry. Jose Andre's pitch an apple to Ryan Zimmerman who hit the apple with a baguette. <laughs> yes. And remember that was just days after the, they had won the world series. Correct. So there was, it, that was a lot of fun. And Davey Martinez came mm -hmm. and there was just, it was just such a fun time in DC. Yes. So get your tickets at DC central kitchens website uh, for April 7th. 2022 it's going to be fantastic it's the long known and long running capital food fight that supports the programs of dc central kitchen which helps men and women who have been incarcerated get back on their feet with uh with training in the hospitality world it helps fight hunger dc central kitchen does such incredible work in so many avenues of um, food insecurity in our in our in our city and they just need to be supported um and they are they're awesome. And what a fun, easy way to do it too. Eating all the food, watching a great show on, on stage. Okay. I'm in. <laughs> and the Anthem. It's mm -hmm. such a great venue. And our girl, DJ Nicola will be making the beat of the night happen. It's going to be fantastic. So check out DC central kitchen's website for all the info. It'll be the 18th year of the Capitol food fight. That's amazing. Yay. Love it. Love to see it. There are also 120 women in STEM coming to DC, which is cool. It wouldn't normally be a story. However, these women are orange. And what? they've been 3D printed. So um, to celebrate Women's History Month next month, the Smithsonian, um, right by the Castle Building, uh, down by the Futures exhibit, they have 3D printed 120 life-size women in STEM. Actual women who are doing great things in STEM, like space engineers and computer programmers. And they did it with the If Then Project, who has like all of these women and all of their stories. So there's going to be 120 of them, like all in formation, hanging out at the castle uh, starting on March 5th. And then throughout the month of March, they're going to be distributed all over um, like the National Mall, Smithsonian area. And they all have QR codes. You can scan them and learn more about the women oh, who were printed. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I, I wonder what they're going to do with them when that, when they take the exhibit down. That's a really good question. I feel yeah, like maybe they'll just end up, you know, like, like just sprinkle it around the country. Kind of like how there's like random pandas and donkeys and um, cherry blossoms <laughs> <laughs> from art exhibits that have passed like around the town. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows if they, uh, they auction them off or mm -hmm. what they do with them. It's very cool. Yeah. And knowing like the very little bit that I know about 3d printing, it takes like days and days and days and days and days to print a human. So to print 120 of these, it's, it must have taken a while to make it all happen. Very cool. I'll pop a link in the show notes too if you want to check it out. Oh, um, Kelly, I, it's not in the show plan, but I wanted to ask you, are you going to run for Ward 3 Council now that Mary Che is not doing it? <laughs> I mean, that's your ward. I think it's your moment. I think you could do it. Yeah, she was. That was a big deal. She was a shoe in to to 
win the award. And uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. There, it is a much discussion, uh, not that I'm going to run, of uh, at least our block of our neighborhood of what's going to shake out. Oh, someone from your block going to run? Can I start a Kelly 2022, no. draftkelly2022.com? Uh, no. No, I want <laughs> nothing to do with uh, being part of the D.C. government. That oh. would just I have a lot of frustrations in my life. That's not one I need to add. <laughs> I did learn, though, you only need 250 signatures to get on the ballot. And even just for the prank of it all, I might just go get you signed up. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can I can stand outside of Whole Foods in Tenley Town for an afternoon and knock, <laughs> and knock that out. <laughs> not interested thank you tommy <laughs> i'm just saying is all i don't know how i would actually fill out the paperwork without committing a federal crime but i feel like <laughs> i can get the signatures at least <laughs> and then i'll come back to you i'll be like kelly the people have spoken <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the people of whole foods and berlin have spoken can you please get involved <laughs> all right so 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 it's not a no is what you're saying it is a hard no <laughs> Okay. Okay. I'll take no for a maybe. <laughs> uh, this weekend is really going to be fun, too. The Washington Performing Arts is presenting the Syncopated Ladies at the Lincoln Theater on U Street. I'm just learning about the Syncopated Ladies. They are an all-female, um, all-black women tap dancing troupe. And you're like, what? So they've been at it since 2003. And I talked to Chloe Arnold, who's one of the founders. She and her sister started this. They're from D.C., and they have been everywhere. A hundred million views on the internet. They've done So You Think You Can Dance on Fox. They've done the Kelly Clarkson show. They've worked with Beyonce. They are wow. have been everywhere. And it's so cool to see them in action. And it's so cool to see their work. And so Chloe told me um, all about their excitement for this weekend show coming back home to D.C. Let me tell you, coming back home to D.C., I just got chills, is so special to me because D.C. is what, you know, gave us the soul, the culture, everything that drives us the confidence. And when you speak to Black Broadway and, and U Street, it is so special because honestly, it gives you that sense of pride and that sense of, you know, we can do anything we imagine, right? And you, when you see people have done it before, it gives you that strength, but that also the understanding that again, we're in a new time where we are uh, unapologetically ourselves. And it's tap dancing, but you figure like Beyonce, Adele, Lizzo songs, and it's just like this whole show and there's like speech to it too. It's one show on Sunday, uh, the 20th at the Lincoln Theater. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, tap I was. I feel like tap dancing is kind of like a lost art. So to see it kind of in that way and in sort of a modern, fun, hip hop, I love it. Yeah. And she was talking about how, um, like, tap, you think of like singing in the rain tap dancing yeah. or like Shirley Temple tap dancing. Yep. And she was like, she explained to me that like tap dancing has been around for hundreds of years and it just is used as a way to like, get message of art across and so just so happens that the most like commercialized tap dancing was that era but it's been happening ever since and i was mm -hmm. like whoa that makes so much sense um Very like cool. think of tap not tied to a specific genre of music tap as a style of dance and i was like oh wow when you look at it that way 
And there is only um, the shows on the 20th. They're hoping to come back to DC to do more, but um, you may be seeing them. You will be seeing them on the big screen as well, which was really cool. Chloe told me um, a little sneak peek about an upcoming project they've got going on. I just choreographed a major motion picture starring Will Ferrell, Ryan Reynolds, and Octavia Spencer. I've heard of them. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and it's called Spirited, and it comes out uh, this holiday season. And the most beautiful part is that the syncopated ladies are all in this film. And I have really worked my whole life, both Maude and I, coming out of D.C., going to school in New York, coming to L.A. to really pursue the dream of putting tap dance into the universe as much as possible. And this is a huge monumental moment for that to be happening. And so it's super rewarding because the bond that we share as sisters is, you know, truly the most special thing about our entire group. We've been together since 2003 when most of these women were children. (laughs) And now we are grown women living our dreams together and empowering one another. And that's the message we want to leave with everyone. When they come to our show, it's a full multimedia experience. You're going to see really highly produced, stylized graphics, videos, storytelling. You're going to hear monologues from each of the women that explore the human experience, but from our lens of having a dream, the adversity you face, coming together as a community, and ultimately finding freedom. And all of this told through tap dancing to music that's going to make you want to get up and dance. And if you want to, we welcome that. That's the old paid ladies. Sold. I mean, gosh, she's <laughs> she really sells it. It sounds amazing. Yeah, it's it's such a wild show. And and then I went on this like giant rabbit hole of syncopated ladies on YouTube and everything. And I watched all the things I could watch. It's really cool. And you, and you look at tap dance and you see it with that music and that like presentation. It's wild. Wow. Very cool. So Sunday, Lincoln Theater, or you can check out the movie coming out, or they've got a whole bunch of awesome videos with 100 million views on them uh, all over the internet to check it out. We're not quite there yet, though, with 100 million views on our show. But someday, if you share it, just click the link, hit the share button. That is the most important way to get a podcast out there, is to share it with your friends. So text it to a couple hundred of your closest friends, and we're on our way to 100 million views. (laughs) Okay, it's on the vision board, Tommy. Yeah, totally. And give us five stars, even if you feel we don't deserve it. (laughs) We'll see you next time.